0: Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to talk about six reasons why cold finished bar straightness is perishable.
1: Thanks, Miles. It never occurred to me that straightness wasn't always just there. I mean, I guess it's easy to take for granted, right?
0: Carly, it is easy to take for granted. But the next time you're at Home Depot, go take a look at the folks eyeing the 2 by 4s in the lumber aisle. If they took straightness for granted, well, what was that nursery rhyme, there was a crooked man? that walked a crooked mile.
1: I am in the middle of a kitchen remodel, so I totally get that. Because precision means not only size, but straightness.
0: Carly, straightness is critical for holding position and tolerances on today's highly engineered medical, aerospace, automotive, and electronic parts. There are six ways that bars can lose their straightness.
1: All right, well, let's start with number one.
0: Well, probably the one we see most often is mechanical damage to the end. Typically, the bundles will be on blocking. They may be in racks. And if the end of the bundle is struck by a lift truck or if the bars catch on the rack or table while the crane is hoisting them, this can cause the ends of the bars that are caught, struck by or, or, or hitting, hitting something, to be deflected out of the bundle and then bent.
1: Yeah, I could see where that could mess with the straightness. Kind of reminds me of when you sto- stove your finger; you're not quite straight. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> you can feel. You can feel you that. You can feel it departure from normal. <laughs> so the second one is kind of related to that, and it's improper blocking and support. And I'm talking about that at the mill or on the truck getting to you but it can also be in your shop if you're not supporting the steel or the product uh, properly when, when you unload it. Uh, the cold finish bars, especially the tiniest diameters, the sp- stuff that looks like spaghetti, right? It needs to be supported at multiple points along its length. That way you reduce the possible radius that the bundle can sag or droop between those supports. I've been in a lot of PMPA member um, companies that produce steel bars and they're pros and they know the best way to support the product and package it securely. You won't find them giving you a bundle with only three bands around it. Reputable mills put more bands on the smaller diameter bars to preserve the straightness when needed. It's up to us to preserve it by making sure they get plenty of support all the way down the length of the bundle.
1: So essentially the support that the supplier gives is the the support we need to repeat in the shop to keep it straight.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Follow their example.
1: Okay. What about number three?
0: Well, (laughs) truckers, baby. Truckers. (laughs) People? People. People. Performers. Mm -hmm. Truck loading and securing. Of course, now with... The economy, uh, in, in, like overheated, finding truckers, finding qualified people, it's, I mean, there's just challenges everywhere. But uh, the truckers have a real opportunity when they're securing the load. I mean, they don't want to lose the load. Right. So they have an incentive to just, you know, grab that five-foot piece of pipe, put it on the binders, and then put every every last bit of their weight on it and actually you know you can hear the wood under the steel crush that's not a good sign too much torque and hopefully the chain was over the steel over the lumber uh, blocking and not over the overhang where you've now gave it a permanent set or deformation
1: yeah, I could see where there'd be a lot of problems there.
0: Yeah, so one more notch just for good luck is good luck for machining because that steel's no longer straight or true or, or running on axis. And chains, you know, quite frankly, chains scare me on, on cold finish bars um, because they're going to destroy the surface finish. You're going to get a neck. You're going to get a gouge. There's going to be low spots the piece of metal that's deformed or pushed away by that hardened chain on the on the bar it's called a beelby layer it's it's plastically deformed cold work it's just it's not good so chains is that's bad
1: that's bad okay so we were talking about loading it's number 4 about unloading
0: right so that's on us we unload the steel mm-hmm. we unload the steel and, you know, th- this product is 10 foot, it's 12 foot, it could be 16 feet. Maybe your shop is getting 20 footers because you're making long, long piece parts. Mm-hmm. So um, you're not going to snatch that in, in, the, in the center and give the whole thing a, ma- a major camber or curve because you're just grabbing it at one point.
1: Listeners, if you could see him right now, he's arching, making a giant arch with his hands.
0: (laughs) Well, I've been in the, I've seen this happen. I mean, you don't want to have a 5,000 pound or 10,000 pound bundle being held in the center by one, one strap, right? So, um, use a spreader bar, have multiple straps or multiple slings, cable slings, uh, down the length of the bundle. So there are multiple points of support. And again, we we talked about spaghetti, the smaller diameter bars and smaller bundles that uh, a single hitch will destroy the straightness in in that kind Mm. of material. So really multiple points of support, multiple points of support. Um, And by the way, uh, you need good hands, good hands on the crane. You're not trying to jerk it, you jerk it, Now you're going to have, like you said, that that spike in forces, Mm -hmm. and it'll be permanently deformed. So smooth movements, um, multiple points of support, and your loading will be uh, up to standard.
1: Okay, I think I've lost count. Was that number four? That was four. So what's five?
0: Hand unloading or using a forklift. Uh-huh. So we cut the bands. Okay. The steel's just whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And now I grab it. And what do I do? I'm not necessarily in the center. If I'm in the center, I'm a single point of support. So what am I doing? I'm kinking mm. the product, especially on, on a small diameter. Sure. Um, using a forklift, um, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like high power and hard steel forks to bend bars. Oh, right? Just jam it in and grab it. Right?
1: No. (laughs) Don't want to do that.
0: Not for the medical products, (laughs) (laughs) not for the fuel injector for my car, not for the anti-lock brake part that needs, you know, this precision geometry, right? Okay. All right.
1: So you said six. Yeah. What's the sixth one?
0: So this is the final one and This is one we never think about because everything else was something, but this is kind of about how we are in our shops. How many times has this product been handled? Oh, how many times has it been handled prior to coming to you? How many times has it been handled once it's in your shop? The number of times that the material has been handled, Doubles or triples, it can really increase the opportunity for you to get that departure from straightness. If every chance to move it is a chance to deform it, to, that's, that's a problem. So um, steel doesn't need to be taken out for a ride. So take it out when you need to and don't overhandle it, and you'll minimize the chances of, of losing straightness.
1: The less handling, the better.
0: Less handling, the better. So, let's sum it up. Okay. When you encounter deviations from straightness in your bar stock, we've just discussed cold st- drawn steel bars, but these principles also apply to brass, stainless, other materials. It's important to characterize the way that the bar deviates from straightness. Remember, we said it's only at the end. Right that suggests us it got struck by a forklift or it got snagged when when we lifted it okay if it's a long overall uh, deviation from straightness probably didn't have enough support either in storage or when we unloaded or or tried loading so um, we want to characterize why how it's not straight so we can take corrective actions and not repeat what we did to destroy the straightness on future products. That wraps up our podcast today on how correct handling preserves straightness. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org.
1: Yes, and when you're on pmpa.org, you can check out our new website with robust search features that find articles, webinars, more podcasts like this, and other resources to help your precision machining business.
0: And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You don't want to miss one.
1: And if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer. And why is a PMPA membership so important, Miles? Because
0: Because we are better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.